So Brittany, will you please pick a message from the tea bag? I would be honored to. <laughs> Kindness is the light of life. I love that. Mm. How does that message resonate for you? I've been working with the symbol of light as a lighthouse a lot recently. It came to me and Genevieve actually during one of our plant medicine ceremonies and how a lot of us growing up, it seemed like we were lost and alone in the darkness and we had to like find our way. And we really, when we did the inner work, we discovered that we had lights inside of us and we were lighthouses. So then now we're all lighting up and spreading our light and meeting each other and connecting with each other and through kindness and authenticity and like sincere love for each other that it's just making my life such a better place to be in like the world in general like a better place to be I'm really that is happy. a very beautiful message mm -hmm. you know compassion and kindness definitely knows how to light you up when you do something for someone else I feel like you just feel more positive about yourself too which in turn gives allows you to give other people a positivity yeah and creates more light because when we're just focusing on ourselves sometimes we can our brain can play tricks on us and we could like make our vision smaller and think like negatively but when we're focused on serving other people then it expands our awareness and we're giving and giving and also receiving exactly that's beautiful mm -hmm. all right so i'll pick a message too Let's see Your strength is your own belief. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> Sometimes I struggle to see my own strength. And there's been moments recently that have tested my strength and resolve. And it's easy to sometimes feel like you're weaker um, than what you want to be. But, you know, it's all in your mind really it's all about you know giving yourself those positive affirmations and believing in your own strength yeah and it's like doing a mental workout those affirmations are like you're going to the gym to, for your physical body but your inner strength your inner like resolve and confidence like yeah you're doing those push-ups <laughs> that's true <laughs> i'm gonna be doing push-ups in the mirror now from like now on like you're strong <laughs> yeah mm -hmm. but it is true so i think i really did need this message because it's been hard recently i've been going through a whole bunch of transformations and um it's a new step but like i've you know told everybody so far it's it's definitely a good thing so it's um it's uncertainty but there's growth in that, so. Yeah, that's happy. where we grow, outside exactly. of our comfort zone. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then once you strengthen those muscles, nobody could ever take that away from you because like you're doing the inner work yourself. That's so true, you know, because I, I have a Leo moon <laughs> um, and I love external validation. And I felt like, you know all during high school I felt like everybody was like validating me externally and then that's when I started to believe in my strength but then last year 
um, when I was in a relationship, you know, I felt a little invisible within that. So because I depended on external validation and I wasn't getting that anymore, it seemed like my strength dwindled. Mm -hmm. But in reality, I wasn't there because I never built it. Mm -hmm. I let others build it for me. Mm -hmm. So that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, totally. It's true. Mm -hmm. Alright everyone, welcome to another episode of the Butterfly Analogy. On today's episode, I'm seated with Brittany, her goddess self. Um, Brittany, how are you today? I feel great. I'm so glad that I was able to get here early and just do a meditation by the beach mm-hmm. and really like center into myself and connect to this nature and this beautiful property that's like so magical and healing and peaceful. It is. It definitely is my safe space. So I like to bring everyone else so that they can make it their own safe space, too. I really appreciate that. Yeah, I saw you by the water and I'm like, I'm going to give her a moment to just <laughs> to just be because you seem so calm. I and felt I was like, you. <laughs> you did. Yeah. Like, so I was funny. like, she's letting me do what I have to do right now. Right? Really? <laughs> yeah. That is so funny. Oh my, because I was watching you from above and I'm like, I'm just, I'll give her her moment. I was like, she knows that it's me. I know she sees my energy. <laughs> yeah, that is so true. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. So I know Genevieve took me, you know Genevieve, right? You mm-hmm. guys did um, the Red Woman's Immersion Tent together. Can you talk a little bit about that? How was it? Genevieve? over the last year has become my best friend i adore her so much it was her birthday yesterday and mm-hmm. we're gonna be celebrating dressing up as fairies tomorrow oh i can't I'm so wait excited. when i first met her i was immediately drawn to her and her artwork she makes these beautiful earth inspired clay creations mm-hmm. and like little mushrooms and she was just like wearing earthly colors and i'm like who is this little fairy person like i have <laughs> to get to know her and then I saw her at the next event and I just went up to her and I was like, we should collaborate because she um, is trained in movement medicine. So she hosts ecstatic dances and journey dances. And I'm like beginning to become confident in my body and like yeah. my own movement practice. And I have this beautiful space in my home. So I was like, let's do something. And then a month later, I had the intuition of hosting full moon events at my house so that was last December and she's been a part of them since then she hosts ecstatic dance at my full moon events and then we met our other goddess sister Ariadne at an event in February it was a Valentine's Day event and the three of us with two other women collaborated on the red tent event so the red tent is from a long lineage of women and back in the day women used to gather during their menstrual cycle and like support each other in groups and like nurture each other and take care of each other while they were bleeding so that's where like the color red came from and that's also like the divine feminine like roses Mm -hmm. and mary magdalene like that whole bloodline so being able to host that space for like 20 women and like all come together for like all different 
ages and backgrounds like we had 70 to like 17 and it was just so magical and it was a really beautiful way to start the summer I did a womb healing meditation and we did a sensorium which is where you are supported by two other women and you have a blindfold on and there's scents and food and all kinds of sensory sensations like with feathers and massage and oils and oh, it was just like so special and so magical it sounds like such a beautiful and loving space mm-hmm. like everything you're explaining to me that's the feeling i get which is amazing you know and I had no idea there was like a whole history behind the not only the color itself but everything yet you guys you know kind of did in the event itself yeah it was very goddess oriented so we would like pull goddess oracle cards and like channel that energy yeah I can't wait to set up the next one I so want you to be there I think I would love to be there I would love to like interview everyone and like kind of record it and make a video about it yeah to kind of get the word out there totally absolutely and make it like a bigger community Mm -hmm. yeah yeah because I feel like the connections that we've created like have been just like I feel like we're weaving a web of like divine sisterhood Mm -hmm. and support and love and like no competition no jealousy just like really like we can all win together and exactly. we're stronger together and that is it's so, true. so empowering mm-hmm. and um while growing up i was i feel surrounded by a lot of jealousy um amongst like the women in my family so everybody would you know make comments or remarks that would look down on others and Growing up, I felt like that was the only way family was supposed to be. But then once I got introduced to the various communities that spirituality has, it kind of has shown me that genuine love is actually possible. Yeah. Especially, and it's it's crazy how I don't really know you, but I feel loved by you. You know, but then I have family that I've lived with for like years and I don't really feel that connection and I think that's important because everyone wants to feel loved and validated and now that we are more open to creating these spaces like the ones that you have hosted I believe that's worth celebrating thank you yeah it's amazing the I'm a part of um, a group it's like a coaching program I guess that's spirituality based and it's working with the divine feminine archetype so mother Mary Mary Magdalene green Tara like a bunch of deities and we had our first call the other day and it was like what was your intention and what came to me was that I want to be the embodiment of unconditional love Mm -hmm. like I want whoever's like in my presence to feel that feeling of being unconditionally loved because like I didn't receive that growing up either so like and I always like I'm highly sensitive so I just wanted that so I want to be able to like be that for other people and be that light and be that like that love feeling (laughs) someone called me human rose quartz (laughs) (laughs) no but you could feel it though you know you have a lot of love within you Mm -hmm. and it's it's amazing that you've been able to develop that within yourself because it's easy to kind of you know close yourself off because of everything you've been through 
And um, I, I want to know, like, was it always easy to embody the amount of love that you give others? Or was it difficult to kind of get there? I think that I just naturally am giving of love. The more difficult part for me was the receiving of love mm. because mm. I didn't have that. So it wasn't until very recently that I was able to clear out the blockage that I had in the back of my heart. Like I had created a wall to protect myself when I was a kid because like the people that I loved kept hurting me over and over like throughout either like my family growing up and then one toxic dysfunctional relationship after another. And like I associated love with pain. So of course like little me is gonna wanna put that armor on. And I've just been doing the work this whole summer to dismantle it and finally like I had the release and now it's such a different experience being able to like hug somebody because I could hug and like give love but to also hug and like feel comfortable and receive it it's so special and so like life-changing it is and I feel the same way I feel like I'm very quick to love others but it is hard for me to receive as well especially in relationships like romantically it kind of felt like I was pushing away the men that actually wanted to love me because I didn't know how to take that in yeah it's unfamiliar yeah it's uncomfortable it is I was Mm -hmm. like um I think I gotta go now (laughs) (laughs) you know I was like you know it was nice knowing you but this is too much this is too much (laughs) but you know I was the same way too you know there was moments where I loved a lot and somebody didn't know how to receive that themselves yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. same and that's so it's frustrating on both ends (laughs) yeah it is it definitely Mm -hmm. is so what kind of brought you on to this spiritual journey like how did you open yourself up to this beautiful world so it all happened around the same time i had my spiritual awakening in 2018 after a really traumatic breakup where I thought this person was like my life partner and then my rug got ripped out from under me and like my world was shattered and I'm just like looking around lost and like the whole future that I had envisioned was gone and I felt so alone and lost and sad and devastated and I had realized that I was codependent and like living my life for other people And it was finally like I hit rock bottom and had to figure out what I wanted and what I liked for myself, like who I was, like all of it. Like, and I did this at 28 years old, my Saturn's return. So I had the spiritual awakening and I was just trying all these different modalities of healing. And I got into working with a shaman. I got into microdosing psilocybin that was like so helpful because I was depressed like really depressed I was having suicidal ideations like it was I was in a really dark place and like I was like I have to pull myself out of this hole that I I found myself in because I have three kids and like I don't have the luxury of wallowing like I gotta keep it moving so I was just trying all these different modalities like all different kinds of therapies and body work and just then that was in February I had my birthday in April, and then in June, June 9th, I flew to Vegas. I was staying with my best friend Asher at the time, and 
I like got off the plane. Some random person picked me up. <laughs> he took me to a house party. I didn't like think that I would know anybody. And I get out of the, his car and I see Asher getting out of the taxi. And I'm like, I didn't think you would be here. And then he was like, you want to go on a journey? <laughs> so then I took acid for the first time. And that was just like so mind opening for me and like just took my consciousness to another level I did such such deep grief healing releasing crying for hours I got down to like the root of everything and I realized that I had manifested all these relationships based off of my wounds and to be able to like forgive my parents forgive my ex-partners forgive myself most importantly and I felt like I was reborn again after that. And I realized that I had magical healing powers and I was able to like heal myself. That was what the journey really was through all these different healing modalities was discovering that I'm a healer. And then fast forward to February, 2020, I had a trip to book to Peru to do ayahuasca, which is like another healing psychedelic because it just felt so cold to that. And then, boom, the world shuts down. I couldn't do that. And I just started practicing doing my healing work on like my friends distantly. And they were seeing amazing results. And my intention for doing the ayahuasca was like, I need to find my life purpose. I need to find my dharma. Because at the time I was a traveling poker reporter. So I was like traveling the world living out of casinos like for like a week of the month every month and I was still waitressing and just like my soul was just like slowly just dying yeah Yeah. so then I realized that I had these gifts and I'm like practicing on all my friends my family and like just getting stronger and stronger with in quarantine like not being able to leave and then I started my own business as a healer and I got certified in Reiki and I've been just like on that trajectory ever since and now I'm like doing more community events and like healing in that capacity and I still love my one-on-one sessions but I also like like holding space for like a lot of people because I like watching people make new friends and interact and like you don't know who has the exact medicine that you need like Mm -hmm. by talking and like it's just I love sharing and creating those kind of spaces. That's amazing. It's so crazy how you went from like waitressing and pokering, but then, you know, this one event really rocked the world and now you're here. Mm-hmm. That's beautiful how like life unfolds and stuff. I I was listening and I heard you say that, you know, you kind of manifested these relationships onto yourself. And that was a big lesson I learned last year too. Was um how the role I played in my own suffering you know it's easy to blame others when they hurt you but it isn't easy to look within and notice that you are essentially the one that allows them into your life and that was a difficult lesson to learn you know I, I beat myself up for it and now you know I've healed from it and I've learned from it and I'm learning that it's it's okay to say no to people sometimes so yes boundaries are so important and like 
creating that protection for yourself of like no like i love you but i can love you from here where we're like <laughs> yeah you can't hurt stay me. away yeah yeah it is true though it is i actually had a session with you a reiki session and it was amazing like i felt empowered after i left i even told you i had like an interview and stuff and it went amazing so i want to like take this time and just thank you for you know having that space for me feel like being embarked onto this journey has kind of shaped and evolved your ideas surrounding what love really is definitely definitely yeah um beforehand my view of love was wearing like these like goggles with cracks and dirt and like or rose-colored glasses yeah. where I would just like put projections like this is the perfect person yeah. and not living in reality whereas now um there's so many different ways that I could answer this question I want to also just like honor the platonic loves in my life like so I took a vow of celibacy for the last 40 days and 40 nights <laughs> i did the same thing last year though so yes and i've been having platonic sleepovers with my friends and just like how much love that you can receive through friendships and it doesn't have to be this one romantic partner that's going to meet all your needs because that feels like so daunting mm -hmm. and getting my needs met that way like my oxytocin needs and just like bonding and loving and like caring about each other and also, so I released the blockage in my heart and I also healed, I had a huge wound in my womb and sacral area, which is like where your sexual energy is stored, that I was acting out of that place and choosing partners from that place of like, it was kind of like um, a hole, like I need this to f fill this hole. But now that that's cleared, it's like, I can choose a partner from a space of abundance and security. Mm -hmm. Like I'm, I'm taking care of myself. And if somebody wants to come into my life as an addition to my life, like that's beautiful, but I don't need it. And like having that just like mind switch is just so different and so exciting. It is true. It is, you know, I've been meeting like people with that idea, the abundance mindset where it's like, I have myself and you're welcome to share in that. Yeah. And once you kind of get there, it definitely is a game changer because you, you know, I am victim to the rose colored glasses and I was looking for someone to save me, whether it was like friendships or relationships. But now I'm okay with knowing that I have to save myself before anybody else saves me. Mm -hmm. So it has changed the way I date and it has changed the way I um, look at others in my life especially my mom you know I held a lot of resentment towards her because I felt like I wasn't loved by her but once you reach that mindset it kind of reminds you that even though she can provide that for you you could provide it for yourself yeah and it helps to release the resentment totally yeah the mother wound is a big one and, and healing that and forgiving that and like understanding that they're just doing the best that they can and they're loving to the capacity that, that they, they can. can yeah mm -hmm. 
and like bring- our capacity is so great and like actually we should have compassion for them that they don't get to experience that and we yeah. do that's true do you ever get like i'm very emotional okay <laughs> but, like, <you're> yeah <laughs> do you know i have a stellium in cancer so like mm. most of my placements are in cancer and i feel like i'm always like emotional but um my question was <laughs> before i went on that tangent my question was um do you ever like wonder or feel sadder or hurt because our parents won't be able to experience that? Because sometimes, like I, I look at my mom and I'm like, you know, I wonder if, I wonder what would have happened if you would actually give yourself the space to be your highest self. Yeah, I think about that a lot, and I feel like it's never too late. Mm-hmm. So our body and our spirit are so regenerative so it might take them like another 10 or 20 years but like eventually like they can get to that place and like the best thing that we can do is just keep working on ourselves and keep filling our cup up and like healing because we're connected to our parents and so when our side of it is healed that creates for like the love to to reach them and for them to like experience it like we don't have to use our words or actions like it's just felt like our energy is just felt that's true Mm -hmm. that is true presence is felt just like how did you get introduced to cacao was it when you went to peru so i didn't end up going to peru oh yeah you said that yes because everything got shut down yeah um I got introduced to cacao from my friend when I went to host an event with him in London. And the best way that I could describe it is it's like nature's molly. Like you're mm-hmm. just like so loving. Like it's like <laughs> your heart gets rocked open. That's <laughs> true. And then I started, so I ordered the same one that he ordered. And then I started doing it like in my mornings instead of coffee but it was too much. I was like crying every day. Like, I was like too open. I'm like, I can't handle this. It's so I went funny. back and now I just do it for the full moon events. I make it every month and I use moon water that I keep outside during the full moon event. Mm-hmm. And then I bring it in before the, like, the sun comes up and I use that water to make the cacao. So like the energy of the last full moon is in that one. And it's like makes like such high vibration molecules in the water that it's like so amazing oh my gosh Mm -hmm. i have to try that i used to make um cacao too in the mornings instead of coffee but i haven't tried the moon water so yeah do you feel what what is the difference you feel like when you do the moon water it's activated it's energized like it tastes different Mm -hmm. i don't know how to describe it just like pure it's really like the the frequency of it is just very high Mm-hmm. I've been interested in like doing mushrooms and maybe taking acid and I feel like you know you were talking about how when you did that you felt like you kind of released and opened that blockage and stuff so much yeah so I was wondering like how would you walk somebody through it so what I did was I was taking microdoses which is comes in a little capsule and they have like other there's cacao in it there's other kinds of mushrooms so it's like overall very good for you and like 
so subtle that you wouldn't even notice it but it's working to change the neural pathways in your brain to like be more open and just like life is like a little bit more magical and a little bit more like sparkly yeah and let your system like get integrated with that medicine because it's it's a consciousness too underneath the ground where we sit is mycelium which is like the network of mushrooms and it's like basically like the internet of nature underground and no matter where you go in the world it's all connected and it's how the trees speak to each other and like alert each other of danger and like it's this wise ancient consciousness that we're ingesting and it helps us to like be better versions of ourselves and when you take it on the subtle level you won't really notice effects but when you take it on the macro level it lets you like it can take you to like so many different places they call it the golden teacher so it like shows you what you need to see and it lets you experience somatically like what you need to feel so that you you can evolve to like the next phase of your life and like I said before I was doing all these different therapies and modalities but like nothing got as deep as the psychedelic trip which was like to the core because like it just you can't lie to yourself on it so I was just asking questions and like it would answer and I'd be like oh shit okay (laughs) (laughs) that's so cute Mm -hmm. but yeah I've been really interested in that because I feel like I I I I don't I don't know I feel like I'm holding on to so much that I kind of feel like I want that release like that heavy release that you're talking about yeah but I the only thing I'm I'm kind of tripped up tripped up about is like the bad tripping you know because i don't really know how i'll react and i kind of wanted to be like walked through it so i don't so know if you october that. 15th me okay. and genevieve <laughs> me and genevieve are hosting um a goddess plant medicine ceremony okay. with four women and we have one signed up so far so there's three more spaces yes. and that would be amazing yeah i would so At my sign house. up for that yeah mm-hmm okay put me on the list yay (laughs) you know somebody write it down (laughs) no um but yeah that's that's amazing so how so what are walk me through the process like what would happen if i'm there awesome so we did one last month and i intuitively make plates with different size doses and i invite people to just grab the one that calls to them if you want to if you're experienced and you want to go for it if it's your first time and you want to ease yourself into it like wherever you're at is perfect and then we do a blessing we drink tea we get to know each other and then we eat them with intention then we go into the healing room and I have like these beautiful white rugs set up and fresh flowers and my sound healing bowls and I have a little playlist that I make for like just gentle movement so you can get into your body. And then I lead us in a guided meditation. And then we put blindfolds on and lay down for like, it could be anywhere from an hour to two hours, three hours, like however long it feels comfortable laying. And I just like do the sound bowls over you. Um, Genevieve's there last time she had her friend come and she was just like holding her friend in her lap and like letting her friend just like cry and like give Reiki to her and it's like whatever you need you're fully supported I have four garbage cans like right like little white ones that match I have three bathrooms in my house gonna keep the aesthetic with the garbage exactly (laughs) 
But yeah. it sounds like such a beautiful space. Mm-hmm. So I'm so gonna go. Yay. Do you feel like doing doing the psychedelics with a a great intention really differentiates a hundred percent a hundred percent i used to do it when i was a kid and like i had bad trips and it was horrible because i didn't feel safe like safety is Mm -hmm. so important it's set and setting so your mindset like going into it and then you're setting where you're at and like this is a ceremonial space so you're just completely supported energetically physically like in every way possible and i have like fresh fruit and i make dinner and like it just flows like it's very feminine where like whatever like the one of the women that was there last time she did like a tapping meditation for us she's a singer she was singing for us like and just like um genevieve brought oracle cards so we each drew a card during it and like everyone's card was just like so perfect it's just deep deep medicine like even just being around women and none of us were on our phones for like 10 hours straight and just like very present with each other we went outside we can make a fire like oh my yeah it's really cool it sounds like a whole journey of just like being away from distractions Yeah. yeah and it's like just focused on like that love like the lighthouse vision came to us that day Mm -hmm. how like we're all lighthouses so it's like love and light and healing and like showing up exactly as you are like whatever you're going through whatever emotions come up like everything is perfect like and it's meant to be and just like having that ultimate trust it's amazing i can't Mm -hmm. wait to have my moment in the event too and stuff and get to see what it's really about yeah so and that's like the best way that I feel like a, a person that's doing it for the first time, like this is like the best b- birthing <laughs> process that can be. It's a home birth. It's yeah. all natural home birth. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's so true. Mm-hmm. Um, do you have any other advice for anybody else that might be interested in doing psychedelics as a healing? Tool I would for say to absolutely have a trip sitter, so someone who is like not journeying with you, but can like protect you, and that could just be a presence to like anchor you because like you might not be able to even like receive anything from them but just knowing that they're there will let you feel more safe and to make sure that it's going to be in a place where you're not going to be bothered you're not going to want to like have to check your phone or just like create a sense of safety for yourself and comfort and another really important thing is music so there's um, a playlist on Spotify from John Hopkins Institute of Psychedelic Assisted Therapy. So they okay. researched like and made this amazing playlist. So it's 40 minutes long. I'll just like play that on loop sometimes like when yeah. I'm journeying or just like, yeah, you can research psychedelic uh, sound healings and just make sure that the music doesn't have words because sometimes like the human element behind the words could like throw you off so music with no words okay comfort you want to have blankets i have everyone bring like their own pillow and blanket and like the blindfolds really make for a nice journey and then i set up like lights and stuff that's amazing yeah okay so make sure guys that you know you follow all these tips so that you have the best trip that you can have Mm -hmm. yeah what was your best trip would you say um i also want to touch on integration too Mm -hmm. so there's like the prep beforehand you're gonna want to like cleanse your body like try not to eat meat for a few days before try not to have sex for a few days before because that like there's a huge energy exchange there and you want to just be in your energy and then also 
integration. So make sure the next day after you don't have like a big day that you have to do things. Like you're not gonna feel hungover, but you're gonna wanna just like take time to like be with yourself and journal about your experience so that you can like come back into society and also like retain the information and process everything that came up for you. So just like be gentle with yourself for like the next week, I would say. But yeah, it's it's fine. I've had so many different trips. I'm trying to think of the best one. The most recent one I did was I went to Montauk with my partner at the time and we just like sat on the water and watched the sunset and that was like so beautiful to see God's canvas and like all the different colors and Mm -hmm. the animals. That was really magical. I do them once a year for myself on Christmas Eve, like just a solo one don't try this at home (laughs) i ate a whole mushroom chocolate bar oh my god and my intention was to heal my father wound Mm. and around midnight my dad texted me merry christmas and then i called him (laughs) wait this is while you're (laughs) but it's fine because he gave me the mushrooms oh okay 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 and i was like listen i just want to say i forgive you for everything I'm sorry for everything and I just want to like go back to how things were because like growing up he was my best friend and we were so close and then he moved away after my mom and him got divorced and he like abandoned us for like a decade and that was really tough for me and I just wanted to like clear that and he was like okay you just did and then we (laughs) talked on the phone for like hours laughing and like it was really great that's beautiful Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah it's it's such good medicine (laughs) like a christmas miracle (laughs) (laughs) is there a reason you always do it on christmas eve or i it's just like my own ritual like i'm not a fan of christmas Mm. i have a lot of trauma around it christmas is my mom's birthday and like just yeah i'm a halloween person i'm not a christmas person (laughs) (laughs) i feel the same way surrounding christmas though because my parents are also divorced and it was very chaotic because you know my dad he was still in the picture thankfully Um, i'm blessed with that but it was hard because you know i had to figure out how to balance both you know sometimes i would only see mom on this day or only dad on this day but you know growing up you wish you could have them together but um so i feel like that's why i have that surrounding christmas too yeah same and like gifting isn't my forte like of my love language gifting is the least like I um, feel the same way (laughs) I feel the same way I know what you mean Mm -hmm. what is your love language like how do you express love to others my love language to give I would say is words of affirmation and touch like I'm also very like touchy-feely and affectionate Mm -hmm. and like I'll just like give my friends massages like I just love that connection and then to receive it's quality time by like a million like that's what i want just to like spend time yeah and just like talk and like connect and we don't have to be doing anything like this is my love language (laughs) i feel the same way so for me i express it by i guess quality time like when i'm with somebody i'm presently there Mm -hmm. and then receiving um I feel like it's affection too. Well, I give a lot of affection too, so I guess it like balances out. Or they say so. that your love languages are what you didn't receive in childhood. What? 
sense. I did not know that. Yeah, I know. When I heard that, I was like, wow, that makes a lot of sense. That does make a lot of sense. Because I felt very neglected during childhood. So, like, that's why quality time and, like, attention is so important. (laughs) Yeah, it's true. Mm -hmm. For me, you know, I would rarely get hugged. So, I guess that's why Mm. I love hugging others. Yes. Same. That makes a lot of sense. (laughs) (laughs) All right. All right, Brittany. But I enjoyed this conversation with you. Thank you so much for driving out here and just spending time with me and talking to me and a um, pleasure yeah is there any socials you might want to share with us um my instagram is gangster of love l-u-h-v and then my poetry account on there is stay wild earth child and my website where you can find my services and my poetry also is staywildearthchild.com I'll make sure to link everything down in the description box below. But until then, see you later. Bye. (laughs) I love that.